And hello, movie lovers. And I just want to say it is a privilege to be able to be doing this for four years. And what better way to celebrate the four-year anniversary than bring on some guests that I had in the past. And also, too, some guests that are going to be featured on here later on sometime. Some other people I'm going to be networking with and some other people that people are going to be getting to know. So without further ado, let's go on ahead. Let's get on with the show. I'm excited to have everyone here. I have Christopher here. I have, I have Heidi here. I have Crichton Hobbs here. I have my co-host Alex here. I also have the Western Wonder himself uh, over here as well. And uh, Jamie in the front row is going to be joining me. We also have Don uh, that's going to be joining me and Jason. So it's going to be a packed house. So I can't wait to do this. So let's go on ahead. Let's get on with it. And hey guys. Hola. Buenas tardes. How's everybody? Happy birthday, movie lovers unite. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> have the party hats on, gotta have some drinks, you know. <laughs> I forgot to grab I have a party hat somewhere. I for sure do. I don't know where it is though. I should have grabbed it. Yes, you should have. But it's okay. I'm, don't fire me. <laughs> <it. laughs> But you know, no booze, no booze tonight. <laughs> I brought a little cocaine, but no booze. the <laughs> bear. <laughs> but guys, I just want to say it's a privilege to be able to do this for four years. I remember starting out in my car in 90, 90 to 100 degree weather, doing the show at night, and also too during the daytime, drinking water in my car and. Just doing what I love doing, which is talking about movies, reviewing TV shows, networking with other people. I also grew a lot of love for some a lot of the people that I network with, and also grew friendships with the people that I grew uh, that I'm friends with now. Uh, Crichton was actually one of my first interviews that I've ever done. As a matter of fact, um, he's actually been on several of my shows besides doing interviews and stuff like that. But he's been a really good friend of mine, and and you know I remember in the Mississippi group. Right, Crichton? Uh, I believe that's how we reached out to each other, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, at that time, I was uh, making a movie that I, I eventually shelved. So, I mean, uh, but I was your first live, you know, your first interview with uh, someone who was like a director and stuff like that. So, uh, but I do remember that because, you know, just to tell a little tale about it, I remember... <laughs> That you was very nervous about it. I mean, you was like, you was like, look, this is my very first interview, Creighton. Uh, you know, I'm going to send you pre-questions and stuff like that. And I remember, uh, and, and I read over the questions. I was like, dude, you're a natural at this, you know, about, you know, just uh, the way it was lined out. And, um, and, I, and I remember that. And I remember after that, like, your future guests that you had like as as because i saw you grow you know like from where you was at being in a, a car with no ac in the middle of you know hell mississippi night weather sweating <laughs> and stuff to where you've grown now to it's just uh it's amazing and hey I, i'm glad i was your first uh interview you know it was a privilege to have you as my first interview. And a matter of fact, I remember sweating bullets, not just because it was hot, but because I was nervous 
about it being my first interview. And it was also audio only podcast as well. So I was just starting off fresh. I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything about that stuff. So the older interviews will actually be like uncut interviews that I didn't even try to even do anything with. I would just go ahead, record and then upload. So that was before I discovered how to actually do it um, over the past two years and everything of editing and then also learning some new things. And then of course, you know, the rest is history. But then, you know, I remember meeting Alex though. Uh, we, you were actually in a group, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, ooh, man. And you were friends what, what with that? somebody and I saw you comment and I think that I seen one of your videos. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I think it was with my, uh, homeboy, uh, uh, Derek Fleek uh, on uh, Trailer Recuts, which, uh, which uh, I loved. His, I loved. I loved his stuff, and um, <laughs> commented on one. And then you reached out to me, commented on one of my videos, like, "Hey, let's do let's do a collab." And I'm like, "Who is this guy?" Okay, <laughs> and then you know we we talked that one time, and it just had a great time, great conversation. We just clicked, you know, and so grateful to have met you and. You just have such a, like a welcoming, warm personality. It's easy for people to talk to you because you're so friendly and compassionate about what you do. Um, so, you know, like one of my closest YouTube friends, for sure. And you know, it's an honor. Honor. It's to an honor you. to have you as my honor. co-host and my friend now too. Yeah. My my thing was this. I always wanted to ask you this, and I never got a chance to. But, and I'm not doing interviews. But my my thing was this. Um, whenever I first asked you to be my co-host, what was your first instant thought? Was like, what the hell am I doing? Or was that? Or what? What was your first initial thought? Oh, can I? Can I live up to this? <laughs> it's just that it's an awesome opportunity to be a part part of something, and you know, just being around other people with the same passions, the same likes as you. Just some something for us all to connect on, even though we have like different opinions varying on what like movies or shows that we like and genres and whatnot but it's just all where we all have it well what we all have in common is this our love of cinema of television of, of storytelling you know as uh, right. just being able to connect with you on that and just be a part of this group where that's literally all we do is just sit and talk about it which is ideal ideal for me i was like oh heck yeah dream come true you right, because where you just talk about movies, yeah. Right, because here's the thing with me though was like, I I used to do like the five to ten minute reviews and stuff like that. And I still do some spoiler reviews here and there, mm. but I think five to ten minutes is too short. I like to run my mouth. I like to I like to actually, and I was like, yeah, we know you like to run your mouth, uh, but. You know, I think that there's thing, movies that you can talk about that can be fleshed out in an hour-long episode and geek out over things with friends. Because I don't ever want it to feel like, oh, I'm basically doing from a script, which is why I don't do scripts or anything like that either. I like it to be, I like it to be fresh and fun, mm -hmm. and to be where it's like a water cooler conversation, basically, of what yep. you think about certain scenes, your favorite moments in the certain scenes, and I'm hoping that's what everybody gets when they listen to it. Yeah, we go scene by scene, but we also talk about those scenes, though, too, as well. And we flesh those scenes out. I think it works yeah. for what it is. But, Hi, John. Welcome hey, back. Jamie. 
Welcome back to the party. Thank you. You know what? It's like I was telling everybody. It's bad that the host is late to his own show. It's the yeah. four year anniversary. It's like, oh, screw it. It's four years. Don't worry about it. You it know? Doesn't matter. It's only four. I mean, come on. It's only four years. And now if it was like twenty years. Yeah, like or something like that. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, I have something to worry about. But yeah. I just do appreciate you guys being patiently waiting and everything. And... Oh, we weren't patient, mate. We were partying. Alex had the cake. Chris brought the beers. We were fine. It was all good. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Your own funeral. But (laughs) (laughs) always look on the bright side. Exactly. But Heidi, tell everybody about your podcast because I know you're new to the community within the space of podcasting. Okay, I'm the podcast newbie here, so I am really new to all this. Just like he was about the editing, he started in his car. My very first podcast. Um, I released episode one two weeks ago. And honestly, when I was setting up trying to get everything ready, the first thing I did was accidentally make an emergency phone call to 911. I up real quick and they called me back and I'm like, I'm sorry. I was just trying to set up my podcast. I hit the wrong button. Um, so... You know, that's kind of going to be a laughing joke that I had. I didn't really tell my brother who's on my podcast about it. But I started a podcast because I wrote a show that's coming out next year. It's a series. It's kind of like a cross between reality meets cinema. It's a movie versus reality kind of put in together. It's called The Color of Love. And to kind of draw a fan base to get them ready for this, I decided why not start a podcast? I have kids and my kids are always on YouTube and I have a little girl who is five or six years old now, but since she was three years old, she stood in front of the mirror and she, she would go, welcome back everybody. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe and like my channel. So my kids, my, my two younger kids are really into YouTube as most of the generation of young kids are. They're very electronically in tune so i'm like let's do a podcast i i like to i like to do stuff like that try new things learn new things so i'm like i was brainstorming and i thought okay this will be great this will help me draw a fan base it'll give people a little idea of who i am what i'm doing and for people like me that has been into the entertainment business for two years now it gives them an opportunity to ask questions. Yeah. So with my first two episodes, I wrote, I well, I reached out to different um, platforms like Instagram and Facebook, TikTok, and I made a little post like, what do you guys, what kind of questions do you want me to ask on my podcast? What does, what does my audience want to hear? Mm-hmm. And by doing that, it gave them the opportunity to feel a part of it, like they are helped creating it. And that's, that's cool. why that's why I took a I did a couple questions for my first and my second episodes that I have out right now. The first episode I let uncut unedited. The second episode, I'm learning my editing process. So I left episode on episode one unedited because I want people to see my growth. 
And I think that's actually perfectly natural, though, too, <laughs> because I remember whenever I first started out, though, too, I was I ended up introducing my show like this. And I wish I had thought about going to Instagram first, like you did, and going to people that would listen to it because I didn't think anybody would listen to me anyways. But um, but I was my first initial thought was this. I always said this. Think of me as just talking to myself. And because you don't have an audience, so I always say that, like, first four episodes, I'm like, think of me just talking to myself and just talking about movies. And that's how I would introduce myself. My name is John from Movie Lovers Unite, and welcome to the best damn movie news uh, news show on the planet Earth. And I'm like, why am I saying that when this is, like, one episode? So <laughs> then I'm, so I went on ahead and was like, you know what? More natural. I was like, you know, just think of me as one of your friends on the drive home talking to yourselves about movies or talk me talking to you about movies on the way home. And that's how I cut every single one of my introductions after that. And so, so that did you, did you picture yourself in your underwear to make you less nervous? To be honest with you, just a little behind the scenes thing. Yeah, I do film in my underwear. You're not wearing pants right now, are you? Don't pretend like you have a sock. Pants on right now. Okay, Chris, I'm going to tell you this, okay? I had this fan that uh, that said this to me one time, okay? He said, you're not even professional. You should be more professional. I was like, dude, it's like literally 11 o'clock at night, and I'm in my underwear talking to you about movies. I'm like the least unprofessional person that you ever want to talk to right now. <laughs> All of a sudden, crickets. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I like to banter. I like to have fun with my fans. I like to actually interact with my fans. And I also like to interact with my co-host, my friends, my people I network and grew into friendships and stuff like that. Uh, Jamie, I remember reaching out to you for the very first time and stuff like that. And I know you didn't know me from Adam or anything like that. I, I just saw you on a stream with Alex. I'm like, okay, this chick is pretty cool. She's into the boys. She's into the walking dead, heavily into the walking dead. You did not talk about bad about the walking dead, uh, but, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I want to have her on because it would be good for a conversation. Which is quite funny because I'm pretty sure that the first stream that we did was like complete opposite. It was Cobra Kai, but okay, cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, Definitely not dead, but mm -hmm. right. Still so fun I, time. I hear that you have an accent. Is that British or is that Australian? Brooklyn. We had this conversation already. You know how they talk in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to try and mock it. You know what? I, the most insulting thing I was just saying before in the green screen room was that I was called a Kiwi because I was like, I don't believe that I'm that annoying, but you know, whatever. I'll take English because that's hot as, but I am Australian. So Australian. Aussie. Okay. The only reason why I ask is because I have two friends. One's Australian, one was British and their accent is very similar. Just like when, when people speak Spanish and some people speak Italian, there's a lot of it that's similar, but the dialect's different. Mm. But the only reason I ask is I have an underwear story. It's not my underwear, but I have an underwear story. <laughs> has to do with oh, I happen too. to have an underwear story. Let me pull that out of my back It's pocket. not mine, but... <laughs> so growing up in my teen years, I... My father was going through a divorce the same time Davy Jones from the Monkees was going through a divorce and they happened to live together. So 
During my teen years, I got to live with Davy Jones from the Monkees for four years here in Pennsylvania at Spruce Lawn. And I happened to be up on a weekend visiting my father and I'm sitting in the kitchen having my breakfast, just sitting there eating my tea or eating my tea, eating my cereal and having a cup of tea. And here comes Davy Jones walking into the kitchen in nothing but a white button up shirt that is open and a pair of skivvies. And I'm, I'm 17 years old at this time. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I look at my dad because I did not know what to do. First of all, most women will say, Heidi, you are very lucky to see a superstar <laughs> in his underwear. He was 60 years old. I'm 17. That freaked me out. I was about to say, probably not oh. 17. Yeah. But they get you, he, he knew I was there, but he just didn't care. You know, he was he's lived his life and he was very carefree. And he treated me like his own daughter. But... It's Did funny. he walk around in his underwear in front of his daughter? Is that what you're saying? He, he does. He did. He's, he's, he didn't care. Like, he was very free-spirited. And the fact that I was sitting there, I don't know if he happened to... Maybe he just wasn't expecting me to be up as early as I was as for a teenager. Yeah. Because he's raised four daughters, or three daughters. No, four daughters, all girls. That's what it is. I always forget the one because I don't, I never really got to meet the oldest one as much as I did the other three. But okay. yeah, so it was, it was interesting, but that's where I got the love of my entertainment from. So was he wearing a G string or tidy whities? Tidy whities. Oh, uh, uh, Davey. Because I actually have them still. Um, I have some of Davy's laundry that somehow got into my father's possession. My father recently passed away two years ago. And it's funny because I went on eBay and there's a horse head clock that was, it's a wooden horse head clock on eBay. And it says owned by Davy, wooden horse head clock owned by Davy Jones. It clearly has my name carved into it because I made it when I was living at his house. Aww. But somebody bought it thinking it was his and it was mine. Hey, you stole it. But it's, <laughs> it is what it is. They can treasure that. Oh, that's a great story. <clears throat> wow. But, okay, so another thing I wanted to mention was this. Like, I remember having Chris on, too, for my uh, interview as well, because he's also an indie writer. To me, because, like, you know what? You should interview my neighbor. I'm like, who's your neighbor? Chris from Minori. <laughs> I never heard of him, but I do want to talk to him. Okay. So next thing I know, Tamika gives me your info of Chris, and then I wind up doing the interview with you, and I knew right then and there I wanted to network with you even further. But That was the biggest mistake in your life, wasn't it? <laughs> well, you keep on breaking stuff every single time we do a I show. Know, right? I don't know. I, don't know I just it, can't. It's, it's funny because everybody else here have these awesome – professional sounding stories about you know getting on your show and i'm just a media whore no no bones about it i'm just whoring myself out on your show it gives me a chance to curse to a lot more people so but, yeah know, i used to live next door to uh tamika right you should have left with that chris I know. I love <laughs> tamika she, she's awesome she's awesome oh, she um, really is I, I met her dad, and he was uh, a big reader, and so I gave him a bunch of my books, and 
he he loved them and i guess he told her about it and then obviously she told john and john quite foolishly put me on his show that's the coolest way to meet someone i reckon that's the best story out of all of us here listen i was so high i don't even remember most of it honestly <laughs> I, don't, party I have no idea <laughs> But you know what, though, Chris? Okay, so I'm going to tell you how I met Tamika, because since Tamika's not here, and she, it was just, to be honest with you, it wasn't from Tamika. I wouldn't have thought about, hey, let's do a four-year anniversary. She goes, so when's your anniversary coming up? I'm like, this Saturday? She's like, you should do one. I'm like, it's too late now. People are going to be doing different things. It's 4th of July weekend. No one's going to care about doing this. So next thing you know, it, I, start, I start planning it. She, she goes, what are you doing? I said, I played the uh, party that I said I thought that people would be too busy for. Just you have two days. I said, no, I can have three days. Because I'm counting today and the other two days I have to plan. <laughs> so, but this is how I became friends with Tamika, though. We were in a little geek group um, at the time. Well, not little, but maybe had a thousand something uh, members in there at the time. But we left over differences with the main admin. And then her and I just became friends over the years. And we've been friends for since 2010. And we just grew into a friendship. Even here comes Josh. Oh, oh here comes the man boy. himself. Oh, yeah. black and white. You, you <laughs> do as you told, Josh. Can y'all hear me? We yeah. can't yeah. see ya. We can hear you. Oh, what we see it's is like the most anyway, interesting movie fine. scene I've ever seen. I know. <laughs> just going off. I'll be right. Hold on. Okay. All right. John, you got to invite one more person so we can have I a know. Brady Bunch screen going on here. Don't worry. There's going to be somebody else be Alice. Alice. Soon. <laughs> But nice. what I was trying to say was this. Okay. With uh, Tamika, though, uh, we ended up becoming friends even closer during 2020. And so she's like, let me help you grow your uh, podcast. So she starts doing all the behind the scenes stuff. And I keep on asking her, do you want to come on the podcast? She goes, no, I'm more of a behind the scenes kind of girl. I don't want, do not want to be on the forefront. Next thing you know, she goes, you know what? I want to do a top five video on Keanu Reeves. Of course. So, we up doing a... <laughs> so she winds up doing a, this during the pandemic. And then we started doing. We did the Tiger King review. We did. Uh, we did countless reviews um, back in 2020, and we just grew a, even more of a deeper friendship that just blossomed into something big. I'm very thankful for Tamika and all the work that she's done with the podcast, getting the PR stuff done, and also being on my show at the same time. That was a lot of heavy lifting. And everything that she did, and also too, she even went on and went further out. She's like, "Do you have a GoFundMe page?" No, you do now. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so she she did a lot of back back work. I can't help but notice that that she didn't like you enough to actually be on this show. <laughs> well, to be, <laughs> to be fair, you sound like a great relationship, but 
She's moved on to great things. It's very one-sided. <laughs> For me, I have a great story. For somebody, you know, it's tomatoes, potatoes, you know? <laughs> so, Tamika's but, version of that is like, oh, I had to meet this guy, John. Oh, my gosh. It was so terrible. But he did let me talk about Keanu Reeves for two hours, so it was all right. <laughs> right? So life was good. <laughs> She's a good friend. Tamika's very good. So we're doing bad first. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know what's going on with the camera. (laughs) What? I'm so sorry. I really don't know what's going on with this camera, but it's okay. As long as you you can hear me, bro. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Hello, everyone. I'll just pretend that I'm interviewing the Mayans right now. That's perfectly fine. Just uh, yeah. you, know, you got the JD Porter right there. So I'll just pretend to be both of them. But I might, you know, the, the voices may not be exact, but it it, it, it might uh, it be very different and in character. So there is that. Okay, you're well. Thank you. Nice. But uh, Amika did say this though too. Like she she's like, man, you need to have a, a mental health break because every single time I see a movie piece, I was like. I was like that meme where the guy is smoking a cigarette and having the phone. He's like, and I was like, ooh, there's a new movie scoop. I have to go ahead and talk about this on my channel. So next thing you know it, I start going live for that news report. She's like, I thought you said you were going to take a break. I'm like, uh, I was. And then I saw the news report. And, and now I, 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 I'm going to go punish myself. <laughs> because I couldn't get any, I couldn't get away from away with anything with Tamika. As soon as she saw me going live, she's like, "I thought you said you had a break." Uh, I did for for an hour. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Western, we actually met up through uh, Twitter. That's true. And that's actually how him and I became friends, and we started doing shows together. Was because yeah. of that because we ended up doing that indie podcast unite show and then we went on from there and i think that we grew even stronger as friends and stuff like that too absolutely but you know you always hit me up with news reports even though i'm busy at work and so you're the reason he's not taking the break huh <laughs> <laughs> i can blame it on you Maybe. <laughs> We found the source, guys. <laughs> so I but have a question. I, yeah. yeah. What is the last movie each one of you all saw? Unfortunately, The Flash. Actually, I have a movie on my screen. I actually but, forgot that <laughs> John was having a good thing tonight. I was watching Flight with Denzel ooh. being drunk for most of the movie. And then <laughs> John, you sent me the link and I was like, oh, that's the night? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Denzel. <laughs> And I was um, drinking at the beginning of the movie, but as I saw the, the, the sequences go down, I just slowly put my drink down like, <laughs> it's not even an alcoholic <laughs> beverage. <laughs> my, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Good movie. Great movie. That's Good the movie. last mm-hmm. friend actually, I'm, I'm friends with somebody that actually was an extra in it. Oh, oh wow. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I watched uh, John Dies at the End, which is, if you haven't seen that, it's a great, what? If you haven't, you got something to say, John? 
John dies. John, John's gonna die screen? at the end of this show, bitch. He's gonna die. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's super trippy and it's funny and there's horror and gore and it's it's really cool. Does he die at the end? I was about to say, uh, is it yeah, a spoiler? Yeah, Does he die? Yeah, spoiler a, alert. Like, yeah. John dies at the end. Yeah, if you know the title of the movie, you don't have to go see it because you know how it ends. Yes, Who needs that John guy? Right. Yeah. Oh, how often we've said that. If I only had a nickel for each time. <laughs> but uh, I know Jamie's, but I, I don't know if Jamie answered your question, though, either. I, I, I watched e- Elemental. I took my daughter to go see Elemental. It was the second movie that I've taken her to see in cinemas. And, um, yeah, I was very proud of her. It was very good. I don't understand why it's copying so much hate. The ratings are so bad. Everyone hates it. And I'm like... It was beautiful. Like it was from start to finish, beautiful. I don't understand. I think I it's just a thing to shit on Disney right now. I was just about to say that. Yeah. I think like it's just every a thing Disney to do. movie is getting shit. But I, I heard a guy. Nothing is memorable. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I I oh, sorry, sorry. I hustle. Um, I do some reading. I do script reading with other actors who are trying to self-submit, do self-recording and self-submit. And a lot of time, if they need somebody to read for them, I I do that. And I actually got to read a script that was for Danny DeVito and one for Jennifer Lopez. I can't really talk much about it, but it was an honor to be able to read for them. Was it the mother? I'm just kidding. (laughs) They were two, it was two different scripts, but it was an honor to be able to know like what's what's about to come, you know. Well, for your sake, I hope that it wasn't shotgun wedding because that was completely terrible. <laughs> no, something new. Okay. Oh well. Wow. Hopefully, it's a bit better. <laughs> what well, was it called? How to keep seven assholes in in suspense? Because we all want to know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. You know what? I, I think you are seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm being cast typed again. But, uh, Brighton, was there a movie that you've seen recently or anything? Um, honestly, the lap, the what comes to mind was The Goonies. The Goonies. I, 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 I for some reason, I wanted to take down, just go a trip down memory lane. And, um, you know, I kind of like to, watch those older movies while like before I start actually shooting the movie, you know, it kind of gets me in sync, you know, if you will, it's like, you know, every time say it's like when somebody says, uh, you know, they eat their favorite food. What usually why you like it is, yeah, sure. Your taste buds, but it's something from your childhood, you know, and that reminds you of why you enjoyed it. So that, that's me. I like to go back and, watch those 80s movies you know <laughs> so goonies was my was my one i just recently got finished watching Can you believe data just won a just won an oscar Ooh. right i mean yeah. how crazy is that like i remember yeah. him watching him in goonies and then he vanished mm-hmm. and yeah. and then all of a sudden he's winning an oscar yeah <clears throat> yeah but uh Another thing too that I want to do do here is as well because I'm actually doing a 30 day film challenge. 
So I thought this would be kind of fun to actually play out a little bit. So day one, which would be today, and I'm going to be continuing this later on, but the first film you ever saw in the cinemas, what would that be for you guys? Um, we just skipped Josh over that question of the last thing you watched, just saying. But anyway. Um, well, he wasn't. He's well, like, ask me a question, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I, I am right here. It's like he's here with us now. I, I remember when Josh was here with us yesterday. He was such a good man. Right. Yes. Josh dies at the of end. Course. Yeah. Was just, oh my like God. yesterday, I was hearing his voice over over my headphones right now. Uh, I swear, I, mean, I could hear it. It was a serenading song of ice and fire. See, I can hear it. I can hear it right now. It's coming right through. It's... <laughs> but no, man. Oh, what, man. What, what what movie did you see recently? Uh, recently, I just I was actually downstairs earlier. We were. What is? Stop it, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was watching Lawless, and I hadn't watched it in a minute. Uh, I love that movie. Shia LaBeouf, Kit. Oh, with Shia LaBeouf and um, Tom Hardy and Jason Clark and Guy Pierce. They had a pretty good cast in there. Jessica Chastain. Um, it was like it was like a different. I guess like a 1920s kind of Western, um, which, you know, you know me, love Westerns. And uh, mm-hmm. not Shia LaBeouf's performance was really, really good in it. I feel like it's a movie that's not talked about enough. But, uh, yeah, and the music, I didn't really, the first time I watched it, I don't think I paid attention to the music as much. But this time I was really listening, and I'm like, damn, no, this score is this score is fire. And uh, love the cinematography behind it and all, too. And ironically, I'm in Virginia right now visiting my aunt and uncle. So and the movie also takes place in Franklin, Virginia. So I was like, oh, that's great. Perfect. Uh, only thing is there's more developments and uh, not as much swampland and woods. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to find some, some more of that part over there. But we had to cross some swamps when we got over here anyway. But anyway, yeah, no, Lawless. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on Netflix right now. So, Or go get it on DVD because you enjoy physical media. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, it definitely is. Far from me. I'm in the boondocks of Pennsylvania. Uh, I mean, I live in I live in Baltimore, but, you know, we just, and I was just in uh, Hershey. <laughs> <That's my sister. laughs> I was just in Hershey like uh, two weeks ago, and um, now we had a good time. We took my dad up there for uh, Father's Day, so love PA, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> That's how I feel about Maryland. Get me out of here, please. Like I'm planning, planning on moving to down to Atlanta, Georgia. Maybe not right yeah. in the outskirts. That's where I'm building my production company. So okay. Oh yeah. Atlanta's nice. Atlanta's yeah. nice. Yeah. We got yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of tax breaks for for studios. Also, if you. Nice. That's good to know. Yeah, I'm planning yeah. on trying a little bit and, and check it out around my birthday here at the end of July. That's what's up. I was uh somebody was asking me like as an actor, where do you want to move? And I'm like, well, I wouldn't mind Atlanta. I really was like, LA has everything though, but LA has a lot going on outside right now so i'm like all right that would probably be the best bet because new york is too congested for me and it's too overpriced so i'm like i would definitely uh i would definitely 
do Atlanta. Like a lot of states down south are getting big in the film industry. Like yep. Carolina's, Texas. Based on that, if I could give you my best advice on that part, but if I could give my best advice, my coach is from Hollywood, California, and he even told me Hollywood isn't doing as great as it is in it's Atlanta. Not. The East mm. Coast is really so Atlanta is where you want to be at. Yep. Right. 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 Walking Dead. Hey, Taco. Hey. Taco. Hi. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. Uh, is it Marvel there too? That's like the other yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is the other thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, yeah, Jameson. Thank, I do appreciate thank you, Jamie that, Lee. Man. Thank, thank you so you much. Uh, hi guys. I'm camping. I have like five minutes. I asked my wife if I could jump on to say happy oh. four years. Dude, you're four years old, man. You can you're gonna drink in like eighteen years or something. I'm right? not doing that. I can't that, wait but... to try that, man. What what is it like to drink? I, I have no idea. We don't know, but what we do know is that John dies at the end. I have no Literally idea what it's like beer. not to drink. Yeah, we can tell, buddy. I am Taco. How's it going? <laughs> oh man, you do look like my alcoholic dad. I'm kidding. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize your dad was so handsome, but that's nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. He is, I mean, he's not a bad looking. That's his one good thing. He's not a bad looking dude. I don't look like him, though. I don't know who I look like, but it's not him. <laughs> How are you guys man. doing? Um, Fantastic. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about uh, besides Atlanta and Hollywood? Am I cutting out? No, you're perfect. I'm literally in the middle you. of a camp. Really? Thanks. Dude, that's a bad year's old joke. A middle of a campsite outside of Little Falls, Minnesota. Hi. To be honest with you, you're a lot clearer than Josh is right now. Shut up. You look better than Josh. <laughs> Josh looks like two dudes wearing leather jackets. Yeah. <laughs> Your shirt's just full of you two guys. Just to say, I could be multiple people all at once. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good selling point, Josh. You got Thank us. you. Let's see. Josh, yeah, sorry, John. I know this is going to go to your head. You're, Josh, you're one of the most attractive guys I know, and it kind of stinks that I can't see you right now. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Taco, like unfortunately, nice Taco's uh, ever you're welcome. Said, Josh. That's, it's one of the greatest things that Taco has ever said, truly. And yeah. this is why Taco will be getting a visit. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. see taco and bring some tacos. <laughs> want, yeah, want me to let you know when my wife's out of town or something? Or? It's okay, oh. Alex. Mm. I'm glad that you're still here, though, man. Uh, uh, but no, I was asking everybody earlier, Taco, like, what was it like <laughs> me inviting you on the show, even though you had we thought we had some issues with reviewing the thing that one time but you know we... <laughs> water under the bridge don't bring it up right. i'm still mad about it uh well i think we first did stuff when you were still on mount schmodown and i jumped in with um with you ben hey i'm wearing my benver shirt i didn't even plan that um you ben and um uh ryan payne and I remember having such a good chemistry with all three of you. Everyone had a good chemistry with Ben, but Ryan Payne and my energy was like, boom, 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 boom. And you were just getting trampled. <laughs> so, and I just, I had to learn how to be like, 
slow down John, a little bit. Let John talk. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great because we would just ramble for five minutes and not make a point. Then you'd talk for three seconds and make a good point. <laughs> right. You see, I'm, I'm doing exactly what you guys pay me to do. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> we don't Get pay back. you guys. <laughs> but, you know, uh, that's also another thing I want to ask Josh, though, too. Like, Josh, you know, we've been hanging out for a while. We do a bunch of goofy things together. True. Very true. All the like, time. Even off on stream or in private? <laughs> That's going in my spank bank. Yeah. We do a lot of goofy things together. So, no, goofy. In that kind of way. Goofy stuff that More. double A batteries. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Was A-Town anyway. Alex always here? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Just a disappointed guy comes out of nowhere. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I am I'm not even a part of this. I'm just here yeah. to teach everyone. You're if the energizer bunny was here, you things with John, mm-hmm. do you, Alex? Goofy That's what it is. <laughs> Sex stuff. You no. want the double A batteries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. No. Okay, but anyway, so my, my question was for everybody was like this. So when you were came came onto my show, of course I met you through Ben. And we just we just clicked on right away on what we wanted to do for our first review, which was doing hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was that like last June? That yeah, June? Sounds, like this, sounds about right. Yeah, because this is around this time that we actually did our first review together. That's right. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, that was a fun one. That that was a fun one. And Hustle was a really good choice too. Yeah, because uh, it was it was fresh out, and then um, I think we talked for maybe like an hour, but we it was we had so many jokes going back and forth on top of jokes from the movie itself that Adam Sandler was telling, uh, like when he insulted his mom while they were playing basketball, just to get a rise out of. Him. And uh, yeah, no, I had a good time with it. That was that, that, was, that, was a really that good movie. One. That movie yeah. was good too. I like yes. that movie. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. It's all Taco had a hustle. Apparently, I can't play basketball to save my life. I'm oh. <laughs> really fat. I have a bad back. Oh my god! Woody Harrelson, you like, be able to help you out. No, like I, the the stereotype is me. Like I am, I am a white man who can't jump. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I run, it looks it looks like I'm somebody who's like slipping on ice. Like that's how I look when I'm running. <laughs> so Ezra Miller. There you go. Oh, I didn't even oh, I didn't even mean to set you up for that one. That was a layup. Uh, thank you. There you go. You, come on, man. <laughs> and he's going to like do him for a run for the, the thing, too, because like Taco actually did the run. And yeah, we could compare. Yes, <laughs> that was so good. So good, Josh. Yeah. You inspired Ezra Miller's run. That's that. No, that's, wow. I, uh, because I go on insanely long bike rides, some people claim that, I, like, they ask me, like, m- like, start conversations, like, as if I'm athletic. They're like, so where do you where do you go to the gym? What gym do you use? I'm like, what? Like, do you not see me? <laughs> like, I don't. Right. Like, I ride bike because you can sit as you do it. 
like and I eat as I ride bike. It's like essentially like instead of watching a movie, I'm just biking. <laughs> like, but I'm just sitting and eating and scratching my belly. <laughs> just doing it on the go. <laughs> this looks athletic. Lead with that talker. Now we know what happened to Yogi. Like, yes, I go to the gym. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure do. I'm just really bad at it, apparently. <laughs> I want my money back. That's what I'm saying. No body shaming here. No, 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 no. You can shame yourself. Just don't shame other people. (laughs) If I didn't shame myself, my five minutes for my comedy store act would be gone. (laughs) Like that's that's my entire bit. Hey, she's back. Boom, I'm back. Yeah, I'm sorry. My that's okay. Fidgeted or something. You're sorry. You're back. No, we want. No, we're happy about it. (laughs) I'm yeah. I'm disappeared. My OCD was fidgeting with something, and I kicked myself out. That's not a problem. I do that sometimes myself, so it's probably fine. Sorry, guys. I OCD'd out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Roos, happy four years. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Thank you, Joe, uh, for uh, for the comment. I do appreciate that. Four years in the making of doing this. John, if I didn't say congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Me too, John. Sure. I came in Thank and I was you. like, thanks for hosting the party that you didn't even come to. So, yeah. Sorry I growled you. Love you. And yeah, happy four years. Thank you, Queen. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You see, Woo. now you actually don't have it in, in a text form. Now you actually have it on video. So you can make a short out of it if you want. No, I, I have it on video. But just like publicly now, people, yeah, people know. This exactly. whole video is going to get blocked now. It's going to be gone. <laughs> no. But I knew here's the thing though. Some people ask me this though too. They're like, well, do you know what you wanted to do when you were first starting out with it? Did you know it was gonna be this big? Did you know that you wanted what you want to do? I've been wanting to know what I wanted to do with from the podcast from the from the very beginning. I knew I wanted to do a panel show. I knew that I wanted to interview actors, directors, be in a festival and stuff like that. I'm living the dream that I've always wanted to do. It was just a matter of how to get there was the problem, especially with me being in Mississippi. And yes, we also talked a little bit about it with Heidi, where Hollywood was used to be like the gold standard. And now I I can go down to Biloxi, which is like 30 minutes away, and people are filming in Mississippi. And it's just blows my mind. Even Crichton, I can walk down, I'm not too down to the street or anything because Crichton does not live here. He lives in Alabama, but I can probably probably show up at his house and try to do an interview and he'll graciously, maybe not graciously invite, open the door for me, but you know. See, I don't have that thing. I live in Fargo, North Dakota. They don't even film Fargo in Fargo. He's like, we don't like Boo. it. Here. It's somewhere else. <laughs> well, the the shooting is just two months because the rest of the other ten months are frozen wasteland and mm-hmm. not the movie kind, the real right. kind. The film <laughs> real, would freeze on the camera. Real cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like I, to just casually talk about how we have a couple of people who just freeze to death every winter and people are like, oh, I'm like, no, seriously, people just freeze. <laughs> 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 you, you just die outside, it's cool. But this is gorgeous now. One of the good months. Gorgeous. I'm 100 against going outside. Stay indoors. Watch movies and play video games. <laughs> and Ooh. live, Alex. <laughs> and live. Indoors yeah. won't kill you unless yeah. a murderer gets in. But otherwise, you're chill. yeah. But how, where are they coming from? The frozen <laughs> outdoors? No, yeah. 
Murder just comes in like, dude, can I just get some hot chocolate? It is freezing oh, out there. Save another one. Yeah. Happy four years. Thank you, man. Thank you, uh, Brian. And Did- many more to come. You're going to be on my show soon, I hope. Uh, let's see here. Joseph says, that's not cool. Taxo. <laughs> yeah, it is not cool. What did I say wasn't cool? You got to be more specific. I'm never a cool. That was the name I was going to choose when I went to clown college was Taxo. Taxo. Dude, he's a sniper. He just comes out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Dad, where have you been? Taxo. Oh. Nailing um, it. Yeah. But you well, know what, though? Oh, mm. It's just such an honor to be able to do stuff like this with you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm always privileged to have you guys on my show uh, with all of us just, you know, being able to review movies, talk about movies, crying disappearing on me during a talk. This is always great. Um, then... <laughs> Um, but, and, you know, it's just good. It's just good family time for me where I think, I think of you guys more than just friends. And I don't mean to be like Vin Diesel where everybody's family. I'm going to have a Corona, but I do feel like this. <laughs> I'm not inviting you over for dinner. You think that, uh, that whole Fast and Furious crew has a group text that Tyrese isn't in? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, like, can we talk about Roman real quick? Like, he needs to chill. Anyway. Dude, he is in this movie, dude. He is a real he working this part. Good job. Uh, but cool. we have the campfire going, so we're. I'm gonna get out of here. I promise my wife it was just gonna be a couple minutes. But uh, I just so wanted to pop in. I would have felt like a jerk if I didn't come in and and say happy four years. Uh, here's to you know as many more as you want to do, and I hope you keep growing. And I keep. I hope you keep doing what you love, and I keep, hope you keep loving it. Man, you know how hard it is for me to say nice stuff. I stutter through it. Um, <laughs> you did well, Taco. You did well. You didn't seem like you enjoyed it. You did well. Yeah, I don't think your heart. Was You're doing good. a good <laughs> job, John. At least it's on live, John. So we've like visually got right. this. We can actually make, this, make Taco's nice. uh, thank you statement into a short. <laughs> so. I'm ready to get He's delivering his own. Being nice. Ooh. <laughs> but I, I'm going to go and, and go do stuff. So you guys have a good one. Thanks for having me on. You guys have a good rest of your show. Thank you, Taco. Thank you so much. Yeah, the nice RV, though. I'm like, dang. I yeah, just got... I, I want to go camping with Taco now. Right? Right? Well, Taco food. is going camping, and it's in a fucking <laughs> well, camper van. Yeah, not a I just got like, a what is this shit? 2005 <laughs> Highlander and a tent. You got a whole <laughs> RV. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. Taxo's well, the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, if yeah. I wanted to say yeah. this too, John, you know, as you were saying earlier, like how you could go to other, you know, like just here on the coast and stuff about, you know, if you wanted to interview or just go right down the road. But, you know, there's something that I think that you left out of that statement previously you don't give yourself enough credit because I can tell you from somebody who produces, makes movies and stuff like that, you are a name to not only actors, but to directors and producers that is kind of like, um, you know, you are along the lines of, they know who you are. They know who movie, the brand you, 
Movie Lovers Unite because you take that chance with people. You take that chance giving the unknown actors, you know, that's not, quote, Hollywood, you know, that Davis. thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, uh... Hollywood. They, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, uh... <laughs> I have a real love for Hollywood. It's uh, <clears throat> uh, a little descriptive. Yeah, so, <laughs> you're right. So, uh, but you, John, you do give that chance to people, and I think that um, I can say this statement safely: that without you, uh, there would be a lot of actors and people in the industry that wouldn't have the confidence because they were a guest of Movie Lovers Unite. So, Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. Because I try to give everybody a chance, like even with podcasters, anybody that's in the community headspace that likes doing entertainment stuff like Jamie or Alex or anybody else. I want to give people a chance to be able to grow just as I'm growing. And I also want to give that same chance to directors because they should have their recognition. They and writers too. They have their recognition, stupid AI. Um, but you know, I feel like that writers is, is the most important essential thing that you need aside from actors and directors. You need actors that are going to be able to do flow the dialogue that's been written on the page and let that flow out of that person. And you don't need to have a big name star. You need to have someone that's believable enough to play the part and to be able to nail it and know that that part is for that person to let them let, let them be and become that character and give them the chance to be that character growth. And that's something that I feel like that is missing in today's industry as well, because if you have too many cooks in the kitchen, let's say, for instance, that I want somebody to paint me a house, right? Sure. And then I go on ahead and I tell them, you know what? I don't like the way you're painting the house, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. So <laughs> so what's the point of This is the me? weirdest <laughs> metaphor I've ever heard. <laughs> You know, Hollywood, it's like I'm painting a house. <laughs> but I hire a guy, and then I do it myself. Exactly. I don't think that's how Hollywood works. I don't think it is. Yeah, right. They don't take houses? Are. What? I don't think. I pay someone Hey, what's up, man? Hey, thank you, Vernon, so much. I know you were having some trouble with the link and stuff like that that I sent out. But thank you so much. Uh, for being able to just do this and everything too. And Jamie, um, I know that you have to, uh, you're going to have some lunch soon and you're going to be inviting me. So I do appreciate that very yeah. much. I'll see you in about 16 hours. Do you know hours. how to fish, John? You good? Yeah, I know how to fish. You can, you can throw a line? Yeah, I can throw a line. I'm throwing a bunch of lines right now at you. <laughs> They don't work though, John. Your lines don't work. Anyway, that, that's the story of my life in high school, you know. <laughs> but. Look, I, here's the thing. I used to go fishing all the time with my uncle up in Boston. And matter of fact, we would go up to Maine to fish. And we would camp over there. And I love fishing. I think it's the most relaxing thing to do um, in the woods and everything. And it's just relaxing. I love the whole entire deal where you're fishing and camping and even white water rafting. I love that kind of stuff, too. So, yeah, I definitely love that kind of stuff. So what time are we going to eat dinner? Uh, we're gonna have it in about fifteen minutes. So are you cool to get here by then, or? Well, I can, can you... I'll put it in the microwave. It's fine. That sounds go. good. That, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I do appreciate it. All right, friends. Nice meeting you all. I have to check out your channels uh, through John. Bye, Thank Alex. Nah. Bye, Josh. And congratulations again, John. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank so you for four years. All 
The right. parts never look good. Bye. I know. That's why I move it to the side. I'm like, can you see that? That's like a love part you got. <laughs> anyway. All right. Bye, friends. See you later. Bye. See you later. <laughs> but uh, Vernon is actually from the Is What It Is podcast. And I had him on a show. As a matter of fact, Western met him before, I think, when we did a couple of trailer reactions, I think. I'm not 100% sure. We've done a lot of stuff. We, we, we might have. We've done a lot. <laughs> yeah. Four, about over 400 and something episodes. Or 600 <laughs> yeah. episodes. We're trying to go for 500 next year. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, I think that, for me, if I wind up missing a show, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the subscribers that I don't realize that I'm also impacting my own health sometimes. So it's like, if I don't do a show, I feel like I'm actually doing a disservice to the people that subscribe to me and like, well, what, why hasn't he done anything? Why isn't he uh, doing a show? Where's the next episode at? And so therefore I'm like, I need to do another episode because I need people a reason for them to subscribe and for them to be able to have conversations with me. Yeah, and it feels like I, uh, I they need me just as much as I need them, and that's why I do what I do and why I love doing what I do, and stuff like that too. Because I think it's important to have a community of people that love movies just as much as we do. So, but that's how you director that I'm working with, Russell Rainey. He is a movie buff. This gentleman, this young gentleman grew up in movie theaters and still to this day that is, is one of his big time things to do i would love for you to converse with him one time on here uh he he's you guys could go off back to back on movie trivia hmm. i'm not very good at movie trivia but i will give it a shot because i'll be honest with you we've done movie trivia shows on here and i'm like dude like, because it's totally different watching it than it is actually competing in one. Right. But I do enjoy it, though. So that would be something that I would definitely be interested in. Well, if you want a movie buff, that's one person that you definitely could reach mm -hmm. out to. I'll tell you what. He gave me homework assignments before I even do my show that I'm coming out with. Uh, my homework assignment is these make me watch all the Marvel movies. That that was that would be fun. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to get my wife to do all the Marvel movies, but she's only selective at certain ones right now. But that is a huge catalog to climb through. It's easy. Yeah. You'll you'll fly right through it. No <laughs> I like how you're like chill. They're like, you know what? It'll be easy. Piece of cake. You get, if you're dedicated, you can get it done in a weekend. It's no it's no problem. No. No, you can do it, John. <laughs> You can do it, but, but <laughs> is anyone on this panel a, a Luke Cage fan? Yeah, I loved Luke I like Cage. The comics, not so much. Up sure. until, well, I love him in the comics, but the TV show, I loved it until the season finale of uh, season one, mm -hmm. and then from there, I was just like, oh, they ruined it. I felt like it was like anticlimactic for the season finale of season one because all that lead up it led to like eh they're finding in a barbershop okay yeah. and then it was to me honest with you I wasn't like on the edge of my seat like I was during his origin story or during the other stuff within the first season mm -hmm. and I wanted to be I wanted to be excited for that but it was like 
eh, I, I, I don't want to see anymore. I was like very anticlimactic. I even tried watching the second season, going into it with more of an open mind. And it was just too much of the fact that he wanted to be like a reality superstar type of thing on the on the streets with the drone. And it just felt like they were trying to reach for something that I wasn't sure what they were trying to reach for. That's just me and the week I looked at it at that time. I was really into it in the beginning, but like you guys said, I feel like it just really declined. Um, it lost its its audience. Mm. I think it really took five there. What's your guys' thoughts on She-Hulk? Okay, I love She-Hulk. That was hated fucking it. great. I didn't like it. Who said they hated it? I did. Right here. I disliked it a lot. No. No, man, I love it. No, but I like uh, the comics. disrespect right? towards like, Luke Cage will not be tolerated. I'm, I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge Howard the Duck fan, right? And so in the comics, She-Hulk is is Howard's attorney. So I thought it was great. I thought they really I, it got a little meta. I think in the the last couple episodes, but otherwise it was. Uh, I thought they did a great job. Okay, yeah. So I, I enjoyed it too. It was just like. The, the issue with they've been having with their shows, at least for me, is they they don't really have a, a story. that they, they, There wasn't really a story for it to focus on. It was just random things. I honestly would have loved She-Hulk even more if it was strictly, like, her being a superhero lawyer. And, like, that was the whole series. Like, I was down for that. Like, ooh, a comedy court show? Cool. But, right. you know, they, they, they did what they had. They did what they did. And, you know, I, but I loved it, personally. I loved it. See, I liked everything within She-Hulk, all except the side story plots and stuff like that. I thought that the storyline just for She-Hulk alone was good. It was just the side story of her friend and everything else that they tried to do with it wasn't for me. But I also didn't like pulling the um, pulling the cur- uh, curtain type of look at the very season finale of it. It felt very, that also made me feel like it was anticlimactic for me because I was expecting a big lead up to a big villain. And then they go on ahead, they do this bit like an SNL kind of skit. And for me, that's why I, it falls flat for me. But as far mm. as the journey with She Hulk and stuff like that, I liked. It's just the side stories that I didn't care for that much. Yeah. And Josh <laughs> says She Hulk left me flat. It's With the stench of his horrid nature, that is, that's the best review <laughs> I've ever heard. Cover. That is I so awesome. First hat for the episode. Lamau. Lamau. I wanted. I really wanted to like it. I really, I really did. I just it, it lost me very, very quickly, and uh, then like. Well, who was the villain? Titania, supposedly. One I think of them, she was. Yeah. A, yeah, it just was. Yeah. I don't really know that there was like one set villain, right? It really was yeah. kind of like a sitcom, really. Yeah, and that's exactly how they pitch it as a sitcom. It's just that the way that the season finale ended for me, I was like, okay, I watched all this for, and I got nothing. Yeah, like. <laughs> I, Honestly, I was kind of hoping um, 
villain was Marvel. It wasn't Marvel. My was Marvel. <laughs> I, I guess basically, you might as well say the villain was Marvel. Uh, I was hoping. Point. I mean, like I like the creativity of it being a sitcom. Oh, uh, what's up? <laughs> oh no, you got it. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. What are you at work, man? No, no, no. I'm at my uncle's house. I'll say hello. Hey, all right. How y'all doing? Hey. All right. <laughs> He's about to watch a boxing match while we're here. So if you hear uh, combat, you always been a fan of his work. He's a fan of your work, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of your work, though, too, Josh. You do a fantastic oh, well, job with the monologues. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Chris, I appreciate you, sir. Oh, thank you, man. I love being uh, hanging out with you. Oh, for sure. And we got to, you know, I'm keeping your secret, so I'm not saying anything. But yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah. here. We'll talk about we're here. So you have that funny yeah. thing going on, huh? Yeah, we got that. We got that funny thing going on. Goofy things going on. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? We got this going on. You know? <laughs> don't don't judge us. That's <laughs> legal in the U.S. now. You know, I used to. I ended up picking up a 16-inch flat-screen TV. It fell off the truck. I was hoping that you were going to finish that with flat screen TV. I was, I was very concerned for him. <laughs> it was not a dick. I, <laughs> it was not a dick. It was a TV, not a dick. <laughs> and I got fireworks popping. Okay. Um, Me but, too, John. <laughs> but no, uh, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this oh, is the man. stuff that you and I used to do all the time on here, and then this, I was like, "You're this, trying, this like, true. like you guys are insane." I don't even know what we're doing over here. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, you know, we used to go way back, you know, way back, you know, to the mother country, you know. You know, I used to go out to the, out to the. Look, I used to go down to the vine, and I used to go, and what I used to do was, I go on ahead. I end up uh, taking some olives and then I push, put it in between my feet and I try to make some wine. What? With olives? <laughs> With olives? I'm Stop very bad at talking. Wait. Don't think that's the right way to do olives. it. No. <laughs> I did not get it. I did not get make um make wine for dummies. Italian edition. <laughs> oh my! Put some olives on your feet. It'll do the trick. Like, wine for dummies <laughs> with James Gandolfini. I, I would like to see that though. Oil. What the fuck did I tell you? I told you not to be coming over here with this hat, with your hat on. Putting olives on your feet. <laughs> hey, Imagine that. Ollie, come over here. This, this, look, look at what he's doing. Look, look what he's doing over here. He's over here. He got the olive in between his and his feet. He's acting like that. He knows what he's doing, but he doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? If Get you it, watch uh, somebody press olives between their toes, would you watch? <laughs> there probably is an audience for that, you know? Yeah, like I you was know, OnlyFans months ago. You <laughs> made some it. extra money on the internet and press Call olives. it the olive press crush. Olives, <laughs> Only press olives with our toes. Oh my god! I mean, it's weird, but if it pays the bills, I'm not gonna hate on it. See then, you, see, but then you open up the the venue to do like WWE for feet and olives. Hey, you have no. wrestling in the olives after that. There you go. Hey, the the, the more the more money I'm I'm getting paid to press olives against my toes, 
the, the less shame I'm going to feel about it. You and know? then you hire Heidi as a commentator. They see, there, there you it is. Go. You got it. There we go. We're at the Olive Precious Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie channel, but, you know, we like to talk about pressing no. olives with our toes. And Could you- we're, we're all foot fetishists. There's a niche. There's an audience for that. <laughs> There's an audience. There's also fans only. It was all crying on the, on the Western Front. You know what they say about the horror movies? You know what they say about the horror movies? What were you saying, Heidi? I said, could you imagine if you got those olives stuck on your toes? Oh. Quentin Tarantino would be all over it. You know how little kids... Oh, jeez. Kids <laughs> always put the black on their fingers and like clickety clacks. I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> uh, with toes, doing that with toes. Uh, directed man. by Tarantino. Just... <laughs> Am I the only one getting really hungry right now? <laughs> this, is... See, this is what happens when you have an all this olive talk. <laughs> I don't know if it's the olives or the thought or the of toe. your toes, John. <laughs> toe. Something's getting me ravenous. But yeah, there's some epic things happening in that <laughs> chat over there. <laughs> Just evolved. Just, okay. Anyway, I mean, movies. I'm sure there's people out there that would buy feet pics with olives on them. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> is. If I go on the internet right now and be like, hey, I got olive feet pics. Twenty dollars a piece. Twenty dollars. I'll send you forty. <laughs> oh, see, look, there we go. Already got one. <laughs> That's income. <laughs> I live in California. It's expensive. You got to do what you got to do to survive out here. Got to pay that rent out in California. There are yeah. some. Somebody, <laughs> please pull up what is going on in this chat here. These, okay, these, so these comments we have some amazing. comments. We have some good comments going on over here. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> so the Midnight Cinema which is me. says, all oh. those on the Western Front. All toes you on know the what they front. say about those horror movies with toes in them. <laughs> <laughs> then we have another one. There's something about Olive. Are we Olive yet? Are we Olive yet <laughs> with Ice Cube? <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the, the Olives. Of the <laughs> then we have my uh, comment from me. No olives no for olive old men. That's amazing. The Court of court olives. Of olives. That's a good one. See? Just puns with olives. Movie titles with olives. It works out. The land, the before, land olives. before olives. <laughs> Rare olives. Oh, that one's Rare my olives. favorite. <laughs> the olives powers in the spiky yeah. shag olives. I saw that one on Pornhub. Rear olives, man. Maybe private olives. That was good. Okay, so all of being here, I, I'm glad that you all of being here. I love all of love you having oh, being here. All of love being here. <laughs> but okay, so is there anything else as far as you guys wanting to talk about as far as? How my podcast got started, or anything like that, too, or the name, or anything. I was just wondering. I have a favorite memory, favorite podcast Mm -hmm. memory from Movie Lovers Unite. Okay. Talking about like how can we bring extra money in into the channel, and we came up with a brilliant idea that I'm still waiting for us to like start on. Like, I need you to send me the picture so I can get the ball rolling. 
a calendar, swimsuit calendar. You know, kind of like how the fire department would do. So I think if we just start our own modeling calendar. That's a good idea. You want to be $5. Mr. February or Mr. December? There we go. <laughs> so I need at least six different poses of you. Okay. If you got a swimming pool, get in front of it. I, I You know but what? Yeah. I can hop over my neighbor's fence right now because they're renting the house across the street. And I can't. And I'll just go in and uh, check their uh, swimming pool for a few minutes. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was one of my favorite memories. We were just uh, cracking up about that. It was just like, I don't know what started the conversation. We were just like, yeah, swimsuit calendar. Let's do it. I remember that, too. I, I, we were just brainstorming on different ideas and just coming up with like a bunch of nonsense, which is something like, that, that was... Wait, is this live? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That was my favorite favorite memory. So, what about so far, for you guys? So what were some of y'all's favorite moments? The Pinocchio review. Yeah, the Pinocchio review was hands down yes. one of my favorite ones that we've done. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good one, especially when we talked about how uh, what, uh they they took took this, <laughs> this clip when they took Mussolini out the car and they pick him up and he's just like this bean shaped guy. He's only been so tall. And it's just like. Here, here's the show for the, the worst man alive, and he's just like this big. It's like Lord Farquaad's height. It's amazing. It's, it's the greatest thing. And I also yeah. like how you put it. Even whenever uh, he got ran over, Pinocchio was still uh, lying. Yeah, like how you keep dying, and you're still lying. You're how do you? That's what it was. So you're lying okay, even when you're dying, you're lying even when you're dying, and then I tied it to the Batman because that was one of the riddles. It was like the mm-hmm. first riddle. Like, what is a liar doing? He's dead. He lies still. So technically. Pinocchio was lying still because he lied as he was dead. Dead lying still. There he is. There's your bar for the day. Ladies and <laughs> there we go. Message. <laughs> I am. Um, you know, I, I, I love like the first time I was on your show in, I think at the time you were being sponsored by some bush shaving company. Manscaped. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is serious. And he didn't tell me he was doing it. He's like, okay, Chris, we got to take a break real quick. And he's like, so Chris, do you have problems when you manscape? <laughs> Man, I couldn't stop laughing. And then I couldn't shut up. And I kept making good jokes. And uh, it was kind of embarrassing. I knew I was going to love being on this show. Oh, yeah. I, um, I, uh, these days, it's like I need a lawnmower down there, right? I'm I'm 57 now, man. I got hair growing out of everything. You see, it's like a jungle down there. That shut down, that shut down the room, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I love doing those reactions with people because they didn't know what to expect from me whenever I have us, when we have the sponsorship for Manscaped. I would do it with every <laughs> single guest just to see what they would do. Like, that was the best. I even did like a whole monologue with American Psycho, uh, with the main character from my American Psycho, and me doing the monologue, but doing and changing up the monologue to where it's that character been uh, where it's Bateman doing a manscape for this morning ritual. Oh, but, that was fun. That was fun. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad that you like that bit. I'm trying to get training. them back again, so hopefully I can. Please do. We got to do some more fun bits. <laughs> you need to uh, get a sponsorship with that unicorn that shits out ice cream. 
That's what a potty, what is that? That potty thing. Nobody uh, else knows this commercial. Are you shitting me? Oh, they, they, isn't it like how to, isn't it a toilet they training thing? No, it's something to like a stool that you sit and it puts you oh, in a the better position. Potty. But, yeah, that's it. The great thing is this unicorn shits into an ice cream cone in multiple colors and then the prince oh takes it and starts eating it wow you gotta get them you know what? I, i'll just shut up now. i do I have think it's potty potty. i can confirm that stuff works the unicorn did his job that's not a bad idea it did its job it's, it's a good little, good little product if i do say so myself but western what would be some of the other uh memories that you had oh man our oscar uh prediction stream <laughs> that had a lot of gold starting with you trying to pronounce kiwi kwan's name <laughs> yeah i butchered that name like really verse what john devolta did <laughs> and my year of dicks being nominated that was a whole other <laughs> And you're like, wait, is this a real movie? I said, yeah, that that's a real movie. My year of dicks is a my year of movie. Dicks. Yeah, that's the movie. With the long title that was nominated too, and Oscars told me the world was fake. That was crazy too. I'm actually surprised I didn't get that screener because I usually got like a bunch of short film screeners, and that was not one of them that I got. You must have not had a year of dicks. Then. I, nope, yeah. I missed out on that. You missed out on the dicks. <laughs> but. Okay, what about for you, Crichton? <laughs> um, I would have to say the favorite one that that I had something to deal with uh, is the interview you gave with me and actress Carolyn Fortin, uh, because that was her first like one-on-one long interview about her doing acting, right? And she's such a, a sweet person in general, you know, just a very nice, just one of those people that you want to hang out with, you know what I mean? Like very kind hearted and just the way you handled that interview. Um, it was almost like a poetry, watching poetry go. I mean, for real, it was just that, that smooth, that, that natural way of it. And uh, so I, I tip my hat. Thank to you. you, John, for doing such a great interview, but you know, just seeing the interaction between you and that guest, you could just tell that that was in sync, you know. So, to me, that was my all time best, hard to top favorite moment, you know. Thank you, man. I do appreciate that because I was even telling Rossi this when we were doing our interview with Michael Oblowitz, who directed the new Mel Gibson movie, that we ended up interviewing him but we're going to be having him back on the show again soon because i got a screener for his film finally but what i was telling her was i used to be where i would write down questions and send them out to people and that's something that we talked about just a few minutes ago but then i decided to just go in and freestyle it right because i've been doing it for so long so if i catch something i pull a howard stern basically because then i'll go on ahead and i'll say hold on hold on Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Roll, roll back for a second. So you mean to tell me, and this is just me just 
You got off the boat in the United States for the very first time, and you got a job? Let's talk more about that. And then I guess we'll go on ahead and talk about that for a few minutes. Okay, then we jump on to something else, and then that guest tells me something else, and I was like, okay, hold on. Let's let's talk about that. So I basically learned a pattern to where I don't have to do – the basic Q&A kind of stuff anymore and let it be more authentic. And that's something that I wanted to try and break away from because I don't want my show to be scripted. I want it to be 100% authentic. And that's something that I try to do. Of course, Chris can even vouch for that because uh, we, we go off the rails on some of the stuff that we talk about, too. Uh, between the movie news, the movie news segment, though, made me laugh, though, when we did the uh, uh, the actress's name and he said, who the fuck is that? That was awesome. That's a terrible name. I don't remember what her name was, but it was an awful name, and it just—it was Dicky something. Uh, I forgot the name, uh, but yeah. And then there was also another time where you, where I had to leave the stream because of the fact that the weather was bad, and you had a host. I hosted your show, but I didn't really like. I was trying to host it. I didn't really know if um, if I was actually live or not. And so I would start talking, and then I'd just sit there and wait a little bit, <laughs> and then I'd start talking. Like maybe I and I, I just kept saying like I don't know if I'm live. I have no idea. It's got to be your most bizarre show. Well, to be honest with you, I went through the editing thing, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I would, <laughs> pretty much like most days. Right, you're like you said this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and and John's not here. So yeah, so about the shining, it really sucked. <laughs> so, but I, I was like, I'm definitely gonna keep this just for like a bit if I ever want to do a bit with it. Or but blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you had a question though, Heidi. Yes. Okay. Oh, gotta come back here. What in God's name is that? that? Man, David Attenborough is going crazy in the back. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's uh. No, that's Ben. It's Ben Barnes doing his uh team. Not yeah, T-Mobile commercial. Okay. Yeah, there's a heavyweight boxing match that's taking place. It's funny. I'm screaming. Watching a boxing match and doing homework at the same time. That sounds like my ADD. This is literally what you have taught me, John, with YouTube. Doing all of these things. I feel like I have two extra arms. I mean, you kind of played a role in it. (laughs) (laughs) See, I get blamed for your failure. Okay, I gotcha. I'm glad to partake in your failure when you fail your class. Except the fact that you are a Jedi, sir. I am well, a very bad Jedi. <laughs> so, so what would a good Jedi tell me right now? That you need to do your schoolwork. Yeah. 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 Um, well, John, I was going to tell you, um, I'm going to get off of here for a little okay. And I thank you for having me. Uh, happy four years. Um, in 18 years, y'all will be you'll be able old enough to drink with you know. So we'll all right. have a drink in 18 years, you know. Um, okay. <laughs> but you know, thank you for having me, and no problem, happy, man. happy four years, and many, many more moons, and many more 
podcast for many lovers unite. I hope that you just have an infinite more, more, more. Thank you, man. Thank you so much All for right. doing being on here with me. I do appreciate yeah. it, Crichton. Good luck yeah. on your next upcoming movie. I can't yeah. wait to see what you have next coming out. Thank you. Oh You're yeah. Welcome. All right, y'all. Thank you for having me, y'all. It was good You're seeing y'all and hanging out. Good meeting you. All man. right. Nice to meet you too. Man, that that guy really liked you, dude. Like the rest yeah. of us, when we sign off, we're like, "All right, we're out of here." Yeah, Fuck man. Off, you see, you guys need to be more like Crichton. But, anyways, um, Heidi, what? I know that you said you had a question, right? Yes, I did have a question. I was in the middle of typing it, <clears throat> and I again disappeared because you okay. know I'm the newbie. Um, yeah, you're fine. But we were talking. You guys were talking about butchering names and stuff like that. And I think it was Chris where you you were talking about you didn't know the actress's name. Mm-hmm. Has anybody had like a name that's when somebody introduced them to you you themselves to you and they said their name that really thrown you off? Like who named you that? There was a couple of interviews that I've done where I'm like, okay, where did that where did that originate from? Like I'll <laughs> interview people from India. That was actually my first big interview that I had that I did in my car was from India. Uh, and she's a great, she's actually a great blogger, great movie reviewer, and stuff like that. And she supports supported me very well. But yeah, there was a couple of names, and I forgot some of them now because the list just is piled up over the times and years. But I remember having one. Um, Wait, there is one name that I keep on uh, forgetting because the guy's name sounds like something that would be a first name and not a last name. Ricky Bobby. So, no. His name is uh, Tillman Brock. So, I'm telling, so basically, I would say, hello, movie lovers. This is, uh, and I have Brock Tillman with me. And <laughs> Brock and Tillman. He's like, and he had to keep on telling me, it is Tillman Brock. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I'm, oh. not, I'm used to... Here's the thing. In Mississippi, I'm, I know some Tillmans. So the Tillmans is the, like a last name, not a yeah. first name. So I'm going based off of that, not uh, someone that's overseas. That's an indie director. And I'm like, I am so sorry, man. Uh, I did not mean to do that. But yeah, I had a hard time with trying to reverse that and try to... And basically, just try to course direct myself, and thankfully, he still supports me. Yeah. He watches have, this show. I have a 24 year old daughter. She doesn't live with me now, but back a couple years back, she lived with me, and we had gotten new neighbors, and they were Mennonites. And the one she came to introduce herself. <laughs> And my daughter and I were outside, and she's like, hi, my name is Dorcas. And my daughter instantly goes, who the fuck named you that? Wow. <laughs> Valid question. Um, Sounds like an awesome kid. And her, her, the, the sweet lady, she's a sweet, awesome lady. Like, she's one of the best neighbors I've ever had. And she just kind of giggled, and she says, oh, my mother. But just she rolled right with the punches, you know. They're very, you know, very conservative people. But I right. guess that response that she kind of get, gets a lot with having a name like Dorcas. Right. 
That, that would actually throw me off, though, too. Adorable. <laughs> I, have, I have an aunt that, that hates the name Jean. She's, we said to her, why do you hate the name Jean so much? And she's like, because if my name was Jean and people said hello to me and was like, hi, Jean, I'd feel like they were talking about me being 30. <laughs> or reminding her. So, I don't know. Like, names are funny. They are. They definitely are. And they, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I'll end up before I even get a guess before we go live. I'm like, look, how do I say your name so that way I don't butcher it live and everything? And then, then they go on in and tell me. So that's the easiest way to do it. Otherwise, I'm going to be doing what I did on our Oscar predictions and just staggering through it. Okay. Okay. Like what? How did I say that? Go on in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, K, Kwan, Kwan, uh, <laughs> anyways, he's nominated. <laughs> he's nominated. Don't feel too bad. I had a... I have an Italian name, and my E's pronounced an I, and the I's pronounced an E, and I'm like, who the fuck put them together? Like, if it's pronounced an I, like, shouldn't it be where the I is? But, right. you know, and then I... I asked my dad about it one time, and he's like, well, our name used to have a silent G in it. <laughs> yeah, I used to not be able to pronounce Key's name that well either. It would always be like, Key-hui, 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 Key-hui. It would always just be that, just hoi, be the only thing that I couldn't get. Just eventually, yeah. But... Heidi, I just want to say this. Meeting Chris for the first time and stuff like that, doing the interview. Not not you, Chris. Different Chris. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw more shade on me. <laughs> My brother, Chris? Yeah, your brother, Chris. When I first met him and everything, I wanted to know what it, he thought of the channel and the podcast and stuff like that because it meant so much to me that you guys reached out to me on tips on how to – do the podcast and stuff like that too and i never pictured myself as someone that would give advice or anything like that and just for him to say hey look try him out i think he might be able to help you actually he came to me and he's like i met this amazing person he's like he's perfect he does podcasting he knows how to do it like he just spoke highly of you um and i guess i don't i don't know really like how y'all met but he, he's my Nick. okay well he's my brother <clears throat> we've been in the entertainment business for quite a while um the acting part i started out as modeling and then i went to some acting and voice acting then i became a writer and co-producer and i'm just kind of building my little persona here but Chris, I always call him, I'm, I'm the older one, okay? He's the younger one, but you would never know. I'm actually 43, so, well, I'm turning 43 here at the end of the month. But he, I always call him the dramatic one because he's funny when you talk to him and ask him random questions, and especially when I pick on him because I'm a sibling, you know? We're going to pick no matter how old we are. And... Just his facial expressions, they really get you sometime. But no, actually, he really spoke highly of you. He's like, I know you're new to this, sis, but this guy 
has been in it for a while. He's like, anything you need to know, ask him. So I'm like, okay, well, connect us. Network. Like, Thank reach you. Out. And it was Bye. an honor. And when you said, can you, can I come on the four-year anniversary? I'm like, <gasps> you know, it, it, it is such an honor to be able to be asked to be a part of this. And I appreciate it. And I, you know, I love to network and it's great to meet other people. Um, you guys are all great to sit here and converse with and have a good time. And like you said, when you have a podcast that you can communicate and just have that natural flow and connection with people, that's what people want to see. Exactly. They want to, you know, the authenticity. I can't even say it right Authenticity. Now. But yeah, like they they want to see the real deal. They don't they don't want to see script. If they did, they'd sit there and watch Netflix and chill. Exactly. Oh, yep. Sorry, computer died, and love being on here. Congratulations for four years. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you for everything you do for the channel. Matter of fact, he just did uh, Craven the Hunter. Who is Craven the Hunter bio video for me on the channel? Check that out. Alex does such a fantastic job on his channel at A Town Reviews. So go on and check out his channel. But I think that I'm going to try and wrap this up now, but I just want to say this. Thank you to everyone that came out onto the onto the podcast, onto the channel, and just, you know, just had a conversation about what it was like to be on there and how you guys value me. It just means so much to me to be able to do this and have the headspace that, I, that I'm in now and to do this. I never thought that it would go this far, you know? I remember this is going to be a short, a sweet story, but I remember I was just eating a roast beef sandwich at work and all of a sudden I get a text from a Netflix publicist wanting me to do a promotional thing for the new Netflix movie. And next thing I know it, I wound up building a connection with her and then she winds up leaving. But she winds up saying, have you ever thought about doing short film reviews? I said, no, I haven't. Next thing I know, I'm at the Holy Shorts Film Festival where they actually select short films for to be nominated for Academy Awards. And now I have directors coming to me. And I never thought in a million years that a that, that would actually happen. And especially whenever at that time I was only at like 100 or 200 subscribers. I thought I would actually get that at 1,000, not whenever I have less. And I thought people would just shun me away, but no. It just it, it just amazes me and mind-blowing. And it just means so much to me that people actually came here tonight just to talk about their moments with me, just to talk about this. It means so much to me, and I can't wait to do more stuff with you guys. And thank you, Josh, for coming on as well. I know it was hard for you to come on. Thank you. Yeah, man, I, I just want to say um, real quick too, John. Uh, I met you. Well, I met Ben first when I started my YouTube journey. And um, I didn't meet you not too long. I met you not too long after I met Ben. I think Ben actually introduced me to you. And um, in all actuality, John, uh, everything you've been a great advisor, uh, a great friend through all of this, uh, everything that you've learned that you've been able to share with me has helped me improve. You know, like I'm slowly growing, but it's part of the process. I'm fine with it. But it's just awesome how, you know, what Heidi was saying earlier about networking and the importance of it. And then 
how that just I carry that over what I'm acting to or what I'm in at work or just being able to meet different people and learn from so many different people is so important. And you meeting you, John, is one of the best things that has happened to me in the last few years, man. So I I appreciate you as a friend. I appreciate you as a fellow YouTuber in the space. And um, I wish you much success, man. So just, Thank you. just keep going. For you. Keep rocking. Yeah, for I sure, will. man. All right. With that being said, that's going to be it as far as our show goes. Heidi, um, we will try and do something. I want us to be able to do a movie review or something together. I want to get you out there a lot more. So exactly. you're very welcome. And I'd also like to have, you know, as I'm building my podcast, I would love to have each and every one of you come on, you know, at, on one of my podcasts too to kind of help grow it a little bit as I'm trying to progress. So it'd be nice to have media whore. I'm there. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's the going to be there. It's not going to be Chris Minori author. It's going to be a touch in whore author. Because <laughs> he has a lucky listening quote. <laughs> <laughs> From writer to writer, we could sit in on, on one of the podcasts and we could sit in and talk about that and you know i'll introduce you as the the media whore oh awesome, <laughs> awesome. my official title i put it on my latest children's book <laughs> i'll make a t-shirt with your face on it the media. Guys, i would buy that shirt i love the feedback um my podcast is called the color of love sibling rivalry um it has two actors that play my brothers one really is and the other one is an actor but we've grown as a family um and we're sitting there doing some q a's for the first two episodes we're going to do a little bit more fun things and as as we progress but you know like john said i am a newbie to this and i'm usually the one that is on camera not really doing the one you know being the one asking all the questions and it's just a new step for me kind of just you know expanding but um you know it it would be great to literally sit there and and be able to converse with all of you guys so check it out color love um sibling rivalry on youtube You'll see a cartoon picture of me with a little fedora. Um, and go ahead and give me feedback. Things that you think I could do better or, you know, questions that you might want to hear. Anything like that, I'd appreciate. Yeah, thanks, right. So that's with that being said, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you for everybody in the comment section. Thank you for showing up and just being awesome guests as well. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Taco. Uh, thank you, Vernon. I know that you were going to try and be here and you couldn't because of some tech problems within the link itself. So thank you for trying. Uh, thank you to Jason Pitts, indie director, for uh, just allowing me to do a reaction to your Friday the 13th fan-made movie and being able to just do a whole entire uh, segment just on that. So I do appreciate that so much. And you know, you guys are just awesome. Keep on doing what you guys are doing. Don't forget to smash that like button. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. And we'll see you again whenever I'm getting, whenever I get a chance to drink. So, uh, with that being said, have a great and safe night, and we'll catch you on the next one.